Hello and welcome to episode one of Brook Street's People First podcast. In today's episode, we get to know Brook Street's brand leader, Lee Passingham, and then we bring in operational strategy director, Sarah Middleton. You're going to get an insight into why consultants at Brook Street are so well respected in the market and how they can help you find your next role. Hope you enjoy the episode. Lee, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Well, we need to establish your credibility in this because this is a podcast where candidates are going to come to and listen to it to understand how we can help them find a job. You're the head of Brook Street, brand leader, so we need to understand, we need to get your credibility out there. We need to understand where you've come from, your journey to get to where you're going because it's quite an inspirational one. Tell me about how you got your first job at Brook Street. So I was 19 just been made redundant from the job that I was working in at the time which was working as a runner for a record company rock and roll yep and I went to my local high street which is what you did back in the good old days um and there were a number of agencies in the high street and brook street was one of those so I walked in met a lady called Tracy Spinks and it's weird that 30 years later I still remember her but I mean her impact was high Um, and she said what do you want to do and being the young naive 19 year old that I was I said I'd like to do your job there you go I know brave so um, your job looks easy I want to do that I know know. you look like you're making a bit of money there Tracy it looks so easy Um, so I didn't have any sales experience so she recommended that I go away and get some sales experience so I went off and got a telesales job with Kirby Hoover's Selling hoovers or selling appointments for people to go and sell the hoovers. Can you still remember your pitch? No. Do you it, it, I mean, you're talking about a long time ago. I mean, in those days, they were the best thing. So, you know, they weren't, it wasn't that difficult to get the appointments in fairness. There we go. I can feel it coming out. <laughs> I'm not going for the pitch. So I did that, did it for six months. And then I went back to see Tracy and said, look, I've done that. I want to do what you do. So she called up the manager of the Hounslow branch and said, I've got this girl, can she come see you? So off I trotted over to the Hounslow branch. I got offered the job on the spot. Did you? you know? Yeah. So that was really great. I was buzzing when I came out of there. I just thought I was a bee's knees. I bet you did. Yeah. Can you remember much of the interview? Can you remember like how you, did you do much study for it? So actually, that's a really good question because Tracy did some pre-interview advice to me. And this is what we do with all our candidates. And I I do actually think it's something that sets Brook Street apart from others is that we really spend time with our candidates doing that. And I was obviously a candidate at that point. Mm. So she basically sat me down and said, right, I'm going to go through what's going to happen with you or the interviews. We role played some of that out. And although I hadn't had much time to prepare because I literally went straight from there to the interview. What what do you mean they role played it out? So she would say, right, this is a question you're going to be asked. How are you going to answer it? And then she'd coach me through. She didn't tell me what to say. She just coached me through what my answer was going to be and whether I was answering it in the right way. Gave me some advice. So you get the job. I get the job. And then what happens? They just chuck you on the phones or do you go get, do any training? Yeah, you or do. What? So in those, then you did a two-week residential training course. So off we went to Birmingham for two weeks. They put you up in a hotel and I mean, the training was pretty hardcore then. It, I think it's it's not, I don't want to say it's soft touch now, but let's just say it's softer touch because <laughs> I think then it was, I mean, you were role playing day in, day out, getting on the phones, making calls. And really then it was just a telephone and a list of 
people to call. So you've gone from someone who was getting coached to go to an interview. Yeah. And now you're getting coached to coach people, people that were in your situation yeah. to go for an interview. Yeah. From a candidate's perspective, how were they giving you the wisdom to pass on yeah. to other people that were in your situation? And, and look, we can give people, I guess, the practicalities and the processes in terms of, you know, these are the things that work, these are the things that don't work, this is what to say and this is what not to say. But I think it's about us having a deeper understanding of how people work and how they function. And when anybody, a candidate or you or I or anybody goes into an interview, the most important thing is to be yourself, be authentic. Because if you don't and it comes across too scripted, you it's not going to work. Mm. It's just not going to work yeah. for you. It's harder to keep up and act, yeah. isn't it? So I, coming back to your question... I don't know if that's something you can give to somebody. You're either a people person or you're not. You know, people say, I love working with people. It's quite a, a sort of in thing to say. But I think when we recruit people for Brook Street to come and work for us, that's what we're looking for. Certainly that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody that just naturally comes across as somebody that's going to get people and be able to work with people. Mm. It, for me... I guess it's instinct plays a part. You know, when you meet somebody, I think sometimes you instinctively know that they just get it. And from a Brook Street perspective, because of our brands and what we want to, I guess, portray in the market and how we want our clients and candidates to see us, that bit for me is critical because if I get that wrong and I recruit somebody that doesn't get people, mm. then, you know, that's not going to work. Yeah. So so you're a PC now and you were a top biller. Yeah. And best newcomer. Best newcomer. 1992. So you get people. Obviously, I get you, got, people. you get people. Yeah. And then you work your way up to you become a branch manager. How quickly? Um, I think branch manager was within probably three to four years. And then I went on from being a branch manager to open. So I, I was a branch manager in the branch I started in. And then they asked me to go and set up a brand new branch. So you set up a brand new branch. Yeah. Where where was it? In Uxbridge. How'd it go? Yeah, really good. Very successful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not that I'm polishing my own trophy, but, you know, it, it was very successful. And then I get a phone call to say, come up to head office. The managing director wants to see you, um, which, you know, just doesn't happen. So you're thinking, why am I going? So I go up to head office and I get offered the divisional manager role, which was picking up 10 branches. And then I got promoted to the Brook Street board. Let's just stop for a second because yeah. you've gone from dealing with people looking for a job yeah. to then now you're managing people that are dealing with people that are looking for a job. Yeah. Then you're managing those people that are managing people that are managing people that are looking for a job. Yeah. Uh, but you keep going all the way up. Yeah. So your job is still to make sure that person, that 19-year-old you that's just coming into Brook Street yeah. is treating and doing the same level of service that you do yes. to get people a job. Yeah. So how are you doing that? How do you feed that down to make sure that that's happening? And do yeah. you know it? Do you know it? I do. You know, it's a really good question. I've been in the organisation a long time. I'm brand leader for Brook Street. It's my dream job. But I still feel like a 19-year-old recruitment consultant. I still get the same buzz out of us getting somebody a job. You know, last year we placed 15,000 people into meaningful employment. You know, that for me is just outstanding. And it, we're doing well by doing good here. 
you know, it, it's important. But coming back to your question, the 19-year-old, how do we make sure that the message is still there? Well, that's down to me. I like to think that I'm I'm relatable. I'm still out in the branches all the time talking to the people, you know. Because that's the thing, isn't it? Because you are two or three people removed of yeah. that consultant on the front line. I don't feel like two or three people removed. And I think that's the difference. I still want to go out and see my people. I still love it. I still love sitting in a branch. I still love going to see a customer. I still love talking to a candidate. So yes, I am, but I don't feel like that. That's not, I don't um, get my satisfaction from thinking, you know, I'm running the organisation. I get my satisfaction from knowing my people feel the same way that I do about delivering that great service. Should we bring in our first guest? For a special guest, we've got Brook Street's Operational Strategy Director, Sarah Middleton. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? So talk us through what you do for Brook Street from a candidate's perspective and how that affects someone that is listening to this that's looking for a job. So this year's seen us make some additional investment in candidate, um, which aligns to our People First strategy. Some of the things um, that we're going to be focusing on this year include training, and rewarding, recognising, and also supporting our candidate and associates' mental health and well-being. Um, there's a number of initiatives that we've got going on. It's all very well for a company to have like a motto of people first, and obviously our podcast is called People First. Mm-hmm. But for a candidate, like, what do they care that you guys have got a motto like that? And how does that how does that even affect them? If, I, if I'm looking for work. Why does it matter that you guys are people first? Well, I think that you'll feel something different. Like you say, it's very easy to say people first. But actually, we've demonstrated with our internal colleagues, we're walking the walk with it. So some of the things that we're going to be doing this year to help our candidates feel that people first approach. First one is Develop Me, which is a programme that will help our candidates develop their skill set, in essence, to earn more money and give them longevity and develop their career. So if you're a candidate, you can, through Brook Street, you can upskill yourself? You can, yes. And we're starting with our social care brand, and then we will be moving um, through all of our brands throughout 2023. What sort of things can you upskill on? The development will be aligned to our specialisms. So an area that we um, specialise in currently is customer centre and call centre. And we have a number of clients um, that we supply to and, and they're telling us that there's a talent shortage in those areas. So we will be launching Develop Me that supports our candidates to develop in that area. So it might be that they're entry level and haven't had experience or it could be that they've just missed a mark or two marks away from an, an assessment centre and we'll work with them to build that skills and knowledge so they will be successful in that interview this isn't just about entry level or just I mean it is that and it is about making those small improvements but this will also be I think for people that want to move industry to industry or are doing a different job today but might look at a job in a call center or another industry and say actually I really want to do that and we see part of our role is looking at that with the candidate and saying right this is what we can do for you to help you move into that particular skill set role and it's also solving our clients needs as well because they're telling us there are talent shortages in certain skill sets call center being one of them I think um the thing is as well with Sarah's and Sarah's team's candidate approach this year is 
if you think about, right, take Brook Street back to when it was originally born, if you like, um, we had a really strong candidate focus. It was all about how can we encourage our candidates to come into the branches, sit down, spend time with us, get to know us. And I think over the past few years, some of that's been diluted. Mm. And one of the things we want to emphasize and get back is the importance of that relationship with our candidates. We want to work in partnership with our candidates. We don't want them just to see us as a route to get a job because we are so much more than that. How do you make sure that that happens? Well, I think it all comes down to relationships. So treating them as people rather than numbers. I don't want people to feel like they're just going through a a computer process and there's no human interaction. Like coming back into the branch, like Lee said, that has definitely been lost through COVID and people are craving that human interaction. We do offer to do that remotely as well because we, we want to make sure that we're adapting and suiting everyone's needs. It's been quite across the board with recruitment agencies, especially since the pandemic, that people are going into branches less and less, obviously, with less contact. Mm-hmm. How does it benefit a candidate to actually go into a recruitment agency, go into an office, actually sit down with a recruitment agent? Like, What advantage does that give you if you're a candidate looking for work? If I think about an interview scenario, when you're going in to see a customer, you are nine times out of 10 going to be face to face. So I think for a candidate to come in and experience some of that and for us to be able to give them the coaching and the support and get them used to that type of environment. And, you know, a lot of candidates are used to it. They totally get it. But there is definitely something different about sitting down with somebody face to face. Mm. It's a time thing. You know, I think when you're even on a Teams call now, you know, we all do it, don't we? You're on a Teams call with somebody and you're tapping away, you're answering emails, lots of distractions. But when you're sitting down with somebody face to face, it's just you and them and time, which is what you need. I think it forms a different level of relationship as well once you've met someone in person. You can really get an understanding of who that person is. Yeah, and and help pull out their, their strengths and how you can help them in that interview. When it comes to the people first strategy within Brook Street, how do you guys see it developing from a candidate's perspective? I think um, I'd like to say it's always it's always been there in terms of our approach to candidate in in varying ways. I think the difference we're going to see this year is the emphasis and the focus on it because we really want to start saying something different. I feel there's a real gap in the market in terms of. If I'm a candidate, where do I go to get those great bits of advice? You know, those little snippets that are going to give me or give me the advantage over other people that are out there looking for jobs. So for me, it's from a Brook Street perspective, it's how do we give value? How do we add value to a candidate's job search? And the social media piece, I think, is massive. You know, I want to I want to get stuff out on TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, the places where people go now to look for that great advice and information and also what we're going to be doing is going to be led by our candidates so we will be using data feedback and insight to drive our strategy and and like you say it's really early on in that and we're just forming how we capture that to make sure that we deliver exactly what they want yeah Mm. we've always been big on feedback yeah good bad or indifferent (laughs) they say it's a (laughs) gift um so you know i think a big part of this program that we're running will be us going and saying we are we getting this right? Mm. What else do you want to know? You come and tell us. 
the other bits of information, you know, we don't know what we don't know. We'd like to think we're experts, but, you know, there may be stuff out there that candidates or people looking for work are looking for. So come and tell us. I think this part of that social media piece that you're talking about is people's attention spans are getting less and less. (laughs) No one wants to sit down and listen to an hour of advice. Who has time to do that? And who can absorb an hour's worth of information? And so that's the cool thing about like TikTok. If you can get a like a smash out a little bit of advice, yeah, uh, and and that that can actually stick. And also the thing is with the podcast as well, you can do the same thing as well. Like we'll be releasing little snippets of advice as well, and then yeah, and then on Instagram and and LinkedIn as well. Where you and I think the it. good thing it won't just be what to do. There's going to be a lot of actually what not to do. So I so I think it will be good viewing because there's a lot of people in Brook Street that. I've just seen so many things, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what's good, what's bad. So I think there's going to be some great stuff coming out of this podcast. We're so passionate about this and we feel it and know it and live and breathe it every day. And we've talked for a long time about how do we take this out to other people? Like, I just think we are really missing a trick with how we get this great stuff out there. And for me, this is a really good way of us being able to do that. There's a lot in the media around well-being and mental health. What's Brook Street doing to look after candidates? Last year, we launched something called the Marjorie Club, which is in recognition to our founder, Marjorie Hurst, who was pioneering in mental health. And we launched that for our internal colleagues and trained mental health first aiders to support our colleagues' well-being. We've now made a commitment by the end of 2023 to have trained mental health first aiders in each of our locations across the UK that will help support and signpost um, resources that are available to all of our associates and candidates. We think that it's really important. If we are people first, then we need to offer the same benefits and support to our associates and candidates that we offer our internal colleagues. Are Brook Street's consultants trained to deal with people with mental health issues? They are better equipped to know how to handle somebody that may be facing some mental health issues. Um, it's it's tough, right? They're talking to people every day that, that have got challenges. But I think what we can do is make sure that we give them enough support to ensure that they can signpost these people where to go what to do if they need extra support or help in any way Uh, we felt it was really important to be able to offer that to our consultants because it's it's pretty challenging for them when they're having to have some of those tough conversations so we're talking about consultants being able to speak to people that are in temporary work for brook street so there's temporary work and there's permanent work and we're talking about temporary work so temporary workers would still be employed by Brook Street. Yeah, there are associates. There are associates. And so they would, if they have mental health issues and they spoke to their consultant, their consultant would then be trained or be know where to no they are trained so so we are we are about to run out um to our consultants a a training course that isn't run by us it's an external course about how to deal with this sort of thing um but we're not trained counsellors I think it's really important to point that out this is about how do you um, give somebody that first line of support to tell them how how they can get help and where to go we're not there to to actually do the helping, but to advise and point in the right direction. 
Well, thanks very much for listening to this episode of the People First podcast. We're going to be releasing short, concise pieces of advice directly from the mouths of the best consultants from around the country in between our longer episodes. So make sure you've hit that follow button on whatever device you're listening to this on. There'll be hints and tips around the best ways to answer interview questions, the most important things to do when you first start looking for a new job, and loads more nuggets of golden information that'll help you in securing that job that you've always dreamed about. All you've got to do, hit that follow button on whatever device you're listening on, and you'll get a notification as soon as the latest episode drops.